You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy, <laughs> a.k.a. Hotel Brain, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. Shea Butter Enemy. <laughs> a.k.a. AKA Ari, I'll apologize if you bless my cash out. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm joined by um hey everybody this is candace uh known as not so newlywed pc on all social media also known as please don't let me in with this nigga i don't want no smoke (laughs) 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 let me tell you something when i woke up and i seen that screenshot float down my timeline (laughs) of ari dragging the shit out of jeremy on instagram um it was funny. I'm going to tell you why it was funny because it was almost like you really do lack that much self-awareness. It was a self-drag. And I, I say it I, I say it all the time on this show, social media does not sit well with all celebrities. Nope. Okay? Some people do not need to be on social media. They need to allow their label, their assistant or who the fuck ever handle their social media ari is one of those people to me i do like her music but she is a bozo she is always on the wrong side of certain debates and arguments primarily where men are wrong she's always taking up for men that are in the wrong black men specifically Um, yeah specifically black men Um, the thing that got me was like Ari, like, I, like personally, I, don't, I ain't really give a shit. Like I say, I was just laughing because, uh, like, I knew some people. it like a coward, so. so. Oh, hold on, wait. There was a follow-up. I'm going to get to that in a minute that I didn't show y'all. But, uh, like, I wasn't, like, some people reached out, like, are you, you know, receiving any crazy tweets or threats or whatever from, like, her crazy fans or whatever? And I ain't seen none of that shit. So I didn't really didn't care. I was laughing because, like you said, she didn't lack, she lacked self-awareness. Like, mama called me a whole hotel, and was like, baby, beloved, your, your name is Shea Butter Baby. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But did not, she posted, like, a, um, a follow-up, which she also deleted, where, like, somebody was in her DMs or maybe replied to, like, a story of hers or whatever the fuck, um, dragging the shit out of her, said, calling her all type of bozos and clowns and shit. And I'm just like, Ari, you can't like ignore this. You can't delete this. Why do you have to post this? Why do? Why does any of this need to be on your social media, girl? I'm a, just a regular ass nigga working a nine to five. You a goddamn single celebrity, girl? What the fuck? I mean, I don't apologize for what I, I say, mean, but not even that. I don't have a why problem the fuck you with celebrities. I don't have a problem with celebrities defending themselves, but there was nothing to defend because you were right. 
that's the thing. It's one thing to defend yourself when somebody is blatantly lying on you, because we know that the court of public opinion um, can sway how people consider celebrities a lot of times. That's fine. Um, so when somebody lies on you or something like that, yeah, you want to clear it up and you want to call out the person that's lying because why are you lying? Um, but you were not lying. She went the extra mile to defend Snoop in the Gail and Oprah bullshit by which, and let me say this, because I don't know that we truly, truly dug into this like we should have um, because there was so much going on here at the time. Not on this show, no. There, people like to dismiss the type of power celebrities have when it's someone they like doing some bozo shit. Let me say that. It has been said a million times, we have seen a million times how celebrities have stuck their fans on everyday people because they don't like their opinion, a la Nikki M, a la, you know, Car the Cardi B's. We see how the Hive and the Navy react when you say something they don't like about B or Rihanna or whatever. Yeah. So be it, it was really weird to see people say oh snoop snoop can't make his fans do this or snoop not the reason his fans was doing that bullshit yeah bullshit once snoop got super defensive and started talking about niggas nick be careful for niggas touch you be careful for niggas run up on you and yada 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 we already knew what his fan base was gonna do yeah so yes his words Especially definitely. men and knowing how dangerous men can be. Yeah. So his fans definitely, his words definitely gave his fans an added extra boost to threaten that woman's life, put her in harm's way, and all kind of shit. So he had to eat that. Ari defending Snoop, who also was talking on some free Bill Cosby type shit at the end of his rant towards Gail. She defended it. Yeah. She defended it. Did he ever apologize she, for that shit? Yes. Talking about his mama called him up on the phone and told him he was dead wrong and blah, blah, blah. No, his <laughs> mama ain't called shit. Martha Stewart called your ass up and said, hey, nigga. You fucking up all bad. You fucking nigga. up our money. You need to shut the fuck up and tell this lady sorry. Right. Because I'm pretty sure Oprah got all the pull in the world to snatch the rug from under Snoop Dogg's feet if she felt like it. Yeah. We saw what she did to Monique. And Monique wasn't even in the wrong. So we know the power she holds if you in the wrong. Also, yeah. what led to this was Ari Mae was on IG Live. She gets on live a lot. And I blame people for that because she thinks she's way funnier and clever and than she actually is. Mm -hmm. She's not. It's like on me. Twitter when corny people be gassing up corny people. Yeah, she's not that funny to me, not that clever to me. She whines a lot. She talks in that weird voice. Um, Hood down, she, Summer Walker. Yeah, and it's just stupid to me. However, she was messing around with her lace front wig, trying to get it on, and she couldn't get it on. And the shade room posted the video, just you know, laughing like, "Ha ha!" Already going through with her wig. And Snoop Dogg comments, "Can't she just grow her own hair?" What happened to that? 
And Jeremy said, when you go up for somebody's misogyny and they use that same misogyny to disrespect you, you hate to see it. He didn't disrespect Ari for her to go on that rant and get the screenshot and post it all over Instagram. He ain't do nothing. He just said you hate to see it. And he was right. Because she went, she went full, full throttle for Snoop Dogg just for him to disrespect her. And also, let me say this. Snoop, I wish you would stick to playing step and fetch it with that old white bitch. <laughs> I wish you would stick to shucking and jiving and soft shoeing for Martha Stewart and leave us the fuck alone. Because the wife that you can't stop cheating on wears weaves and wigs. Your daughter, who laid up with some random nigga shacking up, playing house, wears weaves and wigs. And because your daughter has lupus, if I'm not mistaken. She has lupus or sickle cell, his daughter oh, she does. Does. She, does he advocate for any of that? Who knows? Mm. Um, but I know at one point in time when they had their reality show some years back, they talked about her struggle with her autoimmune disease. It's one of the two, lupus or sickle cell. I don't remember which one, and I'm not about to Google it. And so she has a lot of, I'm certain she has a lot of hair issues because of it, because that's one of the things both of those diseases affect is your hair, it falls out, it grows back, it gets thin, it does this, it does what it wants to do. And a lot of times you see a lot of lupus, um, a lot of, lupus survivors because every day you hear on this earth with lupus or sickle cell you a survivor um turn to wigs and weaves to help them you know cope with the hair situation so there's a million reasons why women wear wigs and weaves black women specifically i don't and why snoop should have just shut the fuck up i don't advocate for white women so um there's a million (laughs) reasons why black women wear wigs and weaves the the top one being because it's their motherfucking prerogative yeah. And you could have just shut up. And yeah. you said should just shut up. You too old to not know how to shut up. Cause you damn sure shut up in the face of the R. Kelly bullshit and, and shit that's you know about women. Shit safety. that matters. So keep that keep that same energy and just shut the fuck up. Yeah, well you know black men love to be silent on shit that matters and be loud on shit that ain't that ain't that goddamn business. And Ari girl Hotepstress. Yeah, girl, fuck you. You a whole hotel. Like, oh, the fact that you you had all that smoke for me, but Snoop was right there. <laughs> like, right there. Right. Like I say, I just found the whole shit funny. I was cracking up. My whole timeline was cracking up with me. My friends were cracking up in the group chat. We all just had a good laugh. Because right, we don't give awards, but you definitely will have Bozo of the Week <laughs> for this shit. Because <laughs> goddamn, girl. Girl, you Listen. got free time for you to get in the goddamn school studio and leave us alone. <laughs> Listen. Girl, what are you doing? Uh, but you truly hate to see it. Because I do like her music, like you say, but who? The, the person behind the music. I will pass every time. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. Mm. Well, I like it. Uh, also, real quick tidbit, um, this ain't really important too, too much, uh, but I just found it funny. Uh, while I was watching uh, Black Ink this week to um, get ready for the show, because this is going to be a short show because we only got two shows, but I happened to run across a video of Alexis Sky being in New York for when they filmed Black Ink uh, New York for whatever goddamn reason she was there, and she got beat the fuck up. And I guess that's why she ran to Atlanta <laughs> so she could get some money 
because <laughs> she done got beat the fuck up again. <laughs> Alexis, why are you always talking and you always get beat the fuck up? It don't make sense. Because you're not even that high on like the reality TV celeb list for you to be carrying on the way you do, Alexis, guy. We barely know you. Don't really want to know you, to be honest. She doing everything in her power to keep a check. Yeah. Everything. Because this one made, what, like three different shows she done been linked to hopping from show to show? Yeah. She was in, uh, she started in Hollywood, remember? Yeah. Um, When she got into it with Masika over Fetty Wap. And then Which she was the dating. Then she dated the Lucci nigga. Um, then she oh, they actually to- dated or that was just a storyline? Now they actually dated because remember Ooh. he was like you know just I want to do a paternity test too and make sure I'm not the father of your baby. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah, I so they definitely that. fucked. Um, I remember that. And, yep. And then she went to New York. Yeah, she was on. She was signed yes. to that label that Takashi Six Nine was signed to. Ew. To which Ew. I don't have no sympathy for no bitch that was signed to no label that signs him. Right. Let me say that. You signed an op and a sexual predator. Yep. Yep. He's a he's a snitch and he is a convicted sex offender who is not currently out of jail and is in witness protection. So there's that. Um then she has now made her way to Atlanta to keep up shit with Carly for some reason. Over that nigga. Over Mo, which we will be discussing this week on Ratchet Reloaded. Um, so be sure to subscribe to the Patreon. If you are not, you can subscribe at the $5 level and you will get, you know, all Ratchet Reloaded, Bring It Bike, Backwoods Burn Book, the Woo Woo Wrap Up, Birth Stories of Black Mamas, um, the previous episodes of the portal um it's some good shit on the patreon yes trust me lots of good hashtag content so sign up niggas sign up y'all ain't got nothing else to do because you need to be in the goddamn house it's gonna be some more content coming i don't want to say anything as of yet until it's ready to launch but um some of your faves will be bringing some new content to the patreon um Oh, a good a good announcement. This is the first recording since we handled it. But T the Gym, you have heard her on here before. Um, if you are subscribed to the, the Patreon, you heard her on the latest Ratchet Reloaded and the latest Wind Down episode. Tia will now be my permanent co-host for the Wind Down. So welcome to the network, Tia. Um, yes. look, look forward to uh enhancing your podcast life so that's where we are with that to you you is hilarious yes um so yeah be be sure to tune into the to the next ratchet reloaded coming this friday got a special guest coming through i believe um to discuss this uh miami love and hip-hop miami reunion which did not disappoint let me say oh shit they had the reunion yeah, the first part. The first part of Love and Hip Hop Miami reunion aired last week. Um, and the okay, I'm going to watch it after we record. Tomorrow. Yeah, and the second part airs tomorrow. And baby, giving it to us. 
giving so it. So the reunion gave what the season didn't. Yes. Okay, yes. I can rock with that. Yep. So with that being said, let's hop off into these two shows that we have. Um, Marriage Boot Camp is one of my favorite times of the season. It's the lie detector test episode that all of the shows do. All of the and they didn't even do. give us the goddamn results. They didn't give us the results. They got let's go and wait till next week. Next week is the season finale. So I'm guessing because on the season finale, all they do is um at the end say if they stand together or breaking up. So I guess they're gonna do the results then so they could just make the show a full hour or whatever and go about yeah. their day. So Which I mean, to be fair, they got they had a lot or maybe not a lot going on this episode. So <laughs> But go ahead. They had a lot going on, but the questions was very deep. Yeah. Um, so like I said, it's law detector day. And before we could even get to the lie detector test, we got the Puerto Rican nincompoop having a motherfucking meltdown and kicking up shit with ballistic. This bitch exploded. Like dead in the early morning. It's like nobody. And it's like, my name is Jahalin Hernandez, and I am the Puerto Rican Nikon Poop. Like, what is wrong with you? I just want to say, Stu, no, Michelle, well, I can't do the accent. Like, you, you could do <laughs> She basically was kicking well, her shit between Michelle, yeah, Stu, and uh, Ballistic. Ballistic. Saying that Ballistic is insecure, saying that him, her and Stu got something going on, and yada, yada, yada. First things first. I don't believe who that. in their right mind would come on a marriage boot camp TV show to start fucking with another person in the house that's not they they spouse. Out in the open, like that. Out in the open, where the like there's no way you can hide and have an affair. House. All you niggas is right there in the goddamn house with cameras together. How who can have an affair? Like what the fuck? Well, that's how you know Jocelyn got. Never mind. I almost said yeah, something. She's, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's delayed. She says, <laughs> she said Ballistic thinks that Stu is attracted to her and is being insecure. And now he just don't want to take the lie detector test because he's scared of what might come out. Well, first of all, Toots, they're asking a very specific question. They're not asking a range of different questions. They will ask some shit and then... uh they'll ask the main question and that'll be that they'll ask some they'll ask some shit like uh is today april the 5th to get you warmed up and just to make you know gauge where you are and then after some really random questions like is the sky blue they're gonna ask you the hard-hitting question so there's nothing to really come out because they only asking one particular question which I think they get off too easy with that shit, but they would be there all day trying to act, do full lie detector tests on 10 people. Yeah. And they only got like, what, a 45 minute window? If not count yeah. commercials? Yeah, so. and, and ballistic is just like, bitch, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't believe what Justin is you for saying? a second. Well, my thing is, and I said this in the pregame, the reason I believe Jocelyn is lying is because they even sleep in their goddamn microphones. It's, it's night vision cameras all through that house, yeah. clocking their every move. There was not one replay of Ballistic going nuts on Jocelyn about messing with Stu. 
The only time he ever has is when they did that um challenge where they had the actors uh like flirting with them and stuff, but he ain't never like felt the way about her interacting with anybody in the house. Yeah. Exactly. That's my thing. And I as we have seen, marriage boot camp is uh, is petty like uh Andy in that they will roll the footage back on your ass. Mm-hmm. We have seen several times this season where they have rolled the footage back on like Bianca and Chosis and shit like that. So the fact they're that not going to let you play in their face. Yeah, the fact that there was absolutely no footage to show Ballistic having a meltdown over Stu and Jocelyn, I don't believe Jocelyn. And we know that she's a known liar. Yeah. We know We've her seen history. the track record. We've seen the material. She'll kick up shit in a minute just, just to kick it up. Which makes no sense because Jocelyn, you got too much goddamn going on for you to be, for you to be this much of a bozo kicking up shit. You got a lot going on, baby. Yeah. Like you, you literally just had a goddamn meltdown because you lost your damn baby. Like you, you don't have time to be kicking up shit. Yeah. Well, you would think, but you a bozo, so I mean, you know. Yeah. So Puerto Rican bozo. Yeah. Also, I just feel like Jocelyn was projecting like she might feel that Stu is coming on the hook, but Ballistic seemed like he don't give a shit. Yeah, I agree. And it also seemed like Stu was like, girl, what the fuck is you talking about? Like, oh, I'm I'm trying to help Michelle with her goddamn demons here, even though I'm not obligated to, but I care for her. I'm trying to help her out. I ain't got time to be looking at your motherfucking ass. <laughs> exactly. So I thought it was just weird, but I was, I was, um, I was laughing uh, at Jocelyn just screaming and yelling and kicking up a storm, uh, telling the producer like, "Get away, get away from me, bitch! I'm not well right now. Get away from me!" It's like, well, you the one caused all this ruckus, and when you could have just shut the fuck up. And then ballistic. Every time ballistic call her a nut, I be laughing because that shit funny. But then at the same time, I'm like, but I mean, you are her pimp, and you knew what you were signing up for. So I mean, this is kind of on you, uh, bro. I mean, you get what yeah. you pay for. Exactly. But it so, was. Fun. It was. I enjoyed it. And she kept melting down, which we're going to discuss uh, in, after the jump. So I'm just going to go over the questions that uh, each person was asked. They did not give the results in this episode. So we about to move on real quick after this. Um, they asked, so the question Styles P will be asked is, did you have feelings for the woman you cheated with? Woof. Mm. Okay. Mm. Adjua was at, listen, Adjua, hers is even heavier. Adjua was asked, do you blame Styles for the death of y'all daughter? Which, real quick, do you think she does? Just in our own opinion. Do you think she does? <sighs> That's a hard question to ask just because it seems as though over time he became an advocate for his daughter instead of shunning her and they haven't really discussed the details and depth surrounding her suicide so i don't really know like i don't know like was he very absentee was he in and out did you know what i'm saying when she first came out did he disown her and shit like that like i don't we don't know all the details so it's hard to say um but I believe she's going to answer no. So 
And I hope she means that. Um, I agree. Because rarely is suicide about you. It's about the person committing it. It's about what they're feeling and what they're going through. So I agree. We we shall see. Um, on to CeeLo and Shawnee. CeeLo was asked, do you want to marry Shawnee? And Shawnee was asked, are you with CeeLo out of convenience? Hey, because everybody wondering why she with that big, ugly nigga. I mean, if we're going to be, I mean, we're going to That's a pretty woman. That's yeah. a pretty woman. Man, he looked like Buddha. So, I mean, th- it's a, a valid question. Woman. Yeah, that's a pretty woman. That should remind me. I'm saying it like uh, if you ever watch uh, Vice with 2 Chains, where he be going to these different places trying different types of weed and how it's infused and served. And one time that nigga said, that's a pretty plate, man. That's a pretty plate. That's a pretty plate. That's a pretty woman. She is a pretty woman, man. Goodness. She is very pretty. And he just Um, look over there at CeeLo. Then you look over there and you see a beanbag chair. He look like one of them. He look like one of them. Chrysler three hundred. Chrysler CeeLo. CeeLo three hundred. Three hundred C. The C stand for CeeLo. He do look. He do. He he look like a Chrysler three hundred that like that they didn't keep up. Like that's in the back of the junkyard that that uh that's a lemon that the drug dealer will try to sell you. Listen, he done been through it. Yeah. Um. Then to Stu and Michelet, Stu said, Stu's question was, "Did you fall in love with Michelet after one month of meeting her and being with her?" And her question was, "Do you have romantic feelings for Stu?" I got a problem with them being on the show now. I feel like. I feel about them the way I feel about Bianca and Choses. They took up space from couples who really needed it. Because if you are having to ask, do you have romantic feelings for Stu? Why are y'all on this show? Yeah, I thought that was a very that should that should be that should be that That was a flag. A very basic assumption that if we are together, we have romantic feelings for each other. Like motherfucker, you got to ask. Yeah. I feel like her question should have been, are you willing to do the work on yourself so that you and Stu can have a healthy relationship? Are you willing to get in counseling by yourself to get rid of your baggage so that you can have a good relationship with Stu? Yeah, I feel like... mm, Go ahead, Jeremy. I I feel like... I feel the same way we uh, discussed last week. Like, I feel like individually they both need heavy therapy. Michelet probably more. Well, I ain't no problem. Michelet more so, but they both need individual therapy. Then they need to make a decision if they want to get together, then do couples therapy. Yep. Because they need it bad. Mm-hmm. For different reasons, but they damn sure need it. So then we get to Ballistic and Jocelyn. <laughs> Ballistic's question was, do you want to marry Jocelyn? And Jocelyn's question was, will you leave Ballistic if he doesn't propose by May 1st of last year? Or this year, I'm assuming. This year, yeah. And Jocelyn answered her question, yes, she will leave. And we didn't hear Ballistic's answer, but I don't believe Jocelyn will leave him if he don't propose. So that's that. Um, Yeah, planning our damn face. And then Chosis and Bianca, they had some pretty hard-hitting questions. 
that Chose's question was, are you in an emotional relationship with someone else other than Bianca? Which the answer is yes. Yeah. I feel like that's and, a duel. Yeah. And then Bianca's question was, were you pregnant by another man in 2019? And then they rolled them clips back of them arguing about that shit. Yeah, it, Bianca say she ain't even had sex with the dude, but he just got a lot of questions losing his shit. Like he ain't coming that house with a whole fucking girlfriend. That's yes, not Bianca. Like yes. nigga, please. Like all Read this the motherfucking de- deflecting and gaslighting you doing to not have to hold yourself accountable. Her DMing with some nigga for two months ain't the same as the producers being able to DM a bitch right now, and she saying y'all dating and she your girlfriend. Right. But in typical nigga fashion, gaslighting and feeling feeling away for him doing the 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 same, if not worse, things that that his woman air quote doing. Typical straight yeah. typical straight man fashion. Yeah, typical nigga fashion. Um mm-hmm. after they did the lie detector test, the men and the women were split up and they each if they were married, they had to put their rings in the box. If they were engaged, they had to put their rings in the box. But basically, the men and the women was going out separately, and they was going out as if they were single mm-hmm. and kicking it. Um, nobody was really engaging in no bullshit, which was good to see. Stu got so drunk, the nigga was just sitting in the section by himself, slizzard. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. He ain't, he ain't want nobody around him. He went on them bitches he didn't care he was minding his business he was minding his motherfucking business and that was the episode and next week we'll see next week is the season finale and so we will see the results of the lie detector test oh wait wait also jocelyn was annoying as shit trying to like oh jocelyn shit with michelle you right before we wrap this up first things first jocelyn had another meltdown when they were getting ready for the club and this is the thing i so typically when somebody is having a meltdown like she is and the nigga is there like cool calm and collective a lot of times they be gaslighting the woman but because we could hear everything that was going on ballistic just wasn't feeding into it yeah and he she literally, going so he literally crazy. said, I'm not doing this with you right now. He, she going so crazy. The producers had to break in the room for safety reasons to make sure she wasn't putting her hands on him. And he yeah. like, she, she just, he like, she having a tantrum. I'm just getting dressed to go to the club. And he walk out the room. He not disrespecting her. He not, you know, talking to her crazy. He not yelling at her. Um, people like Jocelyn will never have the relationship that they want in their mind because what their mind wants and who they are in that moment is rarely the same. They want a peaceful, loving relationship and yet they are toxic and just disrespectful. Yes. And chaotic. She won't peace, but she's a very chaos driven individual. She won't peace, but she held on wheels. Make it make sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chaos drives Jocelyn. You will never have peace when chaos drives you. When things are too quiet, Jocelyn has to kick up shit, even in the house. Like she went to Stu, like, Stu, you need to talk to him. You need to talk to him. And Stu, like, Why you need to talk to him when you brought it up? And Stu, like, girl, I don't give a fuck. Then Stu and Ballistic, they dap it up. And Ballistic, like, fam, I never said none of that. I don't know what the fuck she on. And ballistic and and uh and Stu was like, I know you ain't say that shit. Ballistic, like I know you ain't 
acting and shit. They like, why are we here? Jocelyn, why you keep us so much, And then, mess? then they dapped it up and hugged it up, and that was the end of it. Then she go chasing down Misha Lay like, well, you started this, you did this, and you, I wouldn't, I don't want Stu. I'm too good for him, and you are too. And it's like, bitch, what? You ain't too good for nobody. You don't even have custody of your kids. You ain't too good for shit. You have no childs. You too good for parenting. That's about it. <laughs> what is you talking about? Why are you taking digs at that woman? Yes, she, she opened up that you. she opened up that can of worms, but y'all should have cleared that shit out when it first happened. Y'all been sitting on this shit for almost two weeks now. Yeah. When literally everybody has moved on and is trying to move on, and here you go with some goddamn chaos and foolishness, Jocelyn. Sit your funky ass down. Again, Puerto you swear Rican you pauper? want peace. <laughs> Again, you swear you want peace, but yet you keeping up so much damn hell. Puerto Rican puppet? <laughs> Puerto Rican piece of shit? Puerto Rican puto? Listen. Sit down. Stupid. Shut up. Sit up, bitch. Gosh. Yeah. Leave people alone. The fuck alone. Michelle got Next. enough going on, goddamn it. We don't need you bringing up some some mess that don't really mean a goddamn thing in the grand scheme of things. Exactly, like girl, going on. Fuck you. Anyways, speaking of things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things, fucking let's. We in Black Ink. We still in Philly. The first, I'm I'm skipping a lot of shit. Because it didn't matter. I'm going right to the good shit. C's using Van Fat Ass to make Ryan mad is the crazy shit I've seen in my life. Let me tell life. you something. Because Ryan pays Van dust. Period. Dust. We saw it dust. the last time they met up. Hell, he didn't say shit to that nigga. At least on the show. Because he did get on Twitter saying, like, if you think I didn't say nothing to that nigga, you know, you. You you know they edited it to make it seem like what it is, but shit again, just going by on the show, he ain't said a goddamn thing to Van. What the fuck? And the fact that the fact that C's and Van was both like, I mean, he just moving like a fuck boy. Nigga, at best, that is Spider-Man important that Spider-Man. At best. You can't even compare the shit with C's and Ryan to C's and Van because Van violated Ryan first. Let's talk like let's on a professional let's, level. On a professional level and on a friendship level. When the shit went down with with Ryan and Cat, Van sided with Cat. And Charmaine. And Charmaine. They was keeping up the shit. They was keeping it up. Then after all of that, Van took all of the people that worked at Old Nine Mag and tried to start a new tattoo shop which failed immediately. Correct. He took all the employees from loyalty, from black, from nine mag and started loyalty Inc. Loyalty to trash. which then, yeah, to which loyalty defunct. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't embezzle. Donations. Donations. Sister, Sister Van Anita. Donations. Gifts. Okay, that shit hit rock bottom very quickly. And then you try to battle Ryan for the NIMAG brand, which belongs to him. And always did. 
and always will. Mm-hmm. Then Ryan let your fat, funky ass come back, and what you do? Bring lawsuits. No Hinder donations, lawsuits. just lawsuits. 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 Arbitration. <laughs> you stupid. the lack of self-awareness really jumps out it really jumps out and the thing is C's ain't loyal to nobody then he gonna get that stupid ass speech talking about I just gotta make sure my squad eat you have fired everybody in that fucking shop multiple times yeah Donna is right there, see. You saying this when Donna is right there. You have fired Donna multiple times. You literally went against your childhood best friend for fucking Duchess. Puma is right there. Sassy, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, you saying this right there, see. Like, no self-awareness. Listen, Kyle C's are are a season. Because, goddamn, the lack of self-awareness jumps out. Let me tell you something that really, I hope when Beanie Siegel watched this shit on TV, he embarrassed that he vouched for them niggas. Ain't nothing about C's and Beanie Siegel cut from the same cloth. And I'm screaming at Teddy fat ass being that delusional. The fact that Teddy is even talking like C's ain't even loyal to you. He fired your your fat ass too. I mean, to be fair, multiple times and demoted you. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you deserve it because you don't do shit. But still, like, you said, listen, the the lack of self-awareness in these niggas had me hollering, friend. Like, I was just, I thought, you know, you know when you see something that just don't, you you are in disbelief that you're actually watching it. Like, I thought I was in a dramatization of Black King. I was like, there's yeah, no way y'all are I saying mean, this. I mean, one, shout out to the Broad Street bully. It's always good to see Beanie Siegel. He look healthy. Yeah. He looks very healthy for somebody that lost a lung. Let me say right. that. He looks very healthy. He looks good. Yeah. Um, shout out to Philly. I like Philly. Yes. The one time I've been to Philly, we had a great time. Yeah. The only thing I don't really like about Philly is Meat Mill, but that's because he be lame on Twitter. Yeah, it's weird on Twitter. Yeah. Um, like, nigga, you 40. Like, what the fuck? He's announcing at the, at the strip club that he's opening up a Black Ink Chicago it's funny because he thought he was doing something and he ain't end up doing shit. And and we've been to get into it right now. When you so, do the clownery. Finally sees and Ryan step outside and they talk and they got have some words, but it's one thing. It's one thing that stood out to me. And when I piece this together for you, friend, you're going to be like, oh, shit. When Ryan said, cool, run it up, I already knew that that shop in Chicago would never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. That nigga said, when Ryan said, run it up, I already knew what that meant. That meant put in all the calls. This nigga is in a no-fly zone in Chicago. He not welcome here. Well, but it's like you say, New York niggas swear that they welcome everywhere. Well, in reality, don't nobody fuck with them niggas but them niggas. Well, what's funny is, and again, shout out to T, because she's a plug sometimes. T is from Philly. And she was telling us that um, C's tried to open up a Black Ink Philly, and they shut his ass, they sent his ass packing back to New York. Mm. 
Well, well, I mean, when we, we get to what we happened saw, in the later episode, I can see why. Cause, uh, listen. But you know what also Ryan, stu- stood out to me? What also stood out to me is that R- C's had the black ass nerve and audacity to be like, "This ain't got nothing to do with a woman. This is about business." Which, first of all, you're lying. Oh, uh, because if it was about business, why wouldn't you? Why would you wait until now to try to expand in black ink? I mean, in, uh, expand black ink in Chicago and not holler at Ryan like, yo, let's, you know, partner up or do something in Chicago. You wait until now because you and your goddamn feelings about a woman who you did not treat well when you had her, like we've been saying. And also, because I text Candace this, the fact that he now, now is referring to Kitty as his as ex, his but when, ex. He was, well, when he was dipping, dicking and dodging on her and treating her like shit, she wasn't shit to him. She was, he was just like, we just talking and we just cool. Now she your ex. How funny, though, about those tables is when your feelings is hurt, they turn, my nigga. Mm. Yeah, you Kitty claim said that now. She, she was like, Kitty, Kitty was like, oh, now I'm your ex? I thought, I thought you didn't care shit about me. I thought I was just a bitch, another bitch on your hit list. I was like, you know, points were made. Points were made. Oh. You doing all that carrying on meanwhile. Not 113. Uh, New Orleans is closed. I'm on C's website. How you talking about an uh, empire and changing the blueprint and all the shops that you have opened up? They not all still open. Wait, all that's New open is, is yeah. All that's open is 113, 125th, Atlanta, Orlando, and Brooklyn. Honestly, I figured they were gonna shut New Orleans down because of that shit that happened on the show. I figured they were gonna shut that shit down. But still, to to your point, you're not wrong. You expanding and building an empire and all your shit getting closed. I am confusion. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess it's to be expected because I'm going to let my friend get to it. You worrying about all the wrong goddamn things and not taking care of your motherfucking business. Because meanwhile, Listen. back at the goddamn ranch. Listen, so <laughs> they are back in the shop. And again, welcome Puma back to the show. Cause he the only one with some motherfucking sense, okay? And business Puma acumen. Was, Puma said, and he said it right. He said, the difference between what you have done with your other shops and what you're trying to do in Chicago is that this was purely business. You opened up those other shops. What you're trying to do in Chicago is out of spite. And when you rush to do shit out of spite, it typically blows up in your face. Yep. And it did because the next day, when Puma comes to the shop, there is a letter taped to the to the little security joint that says the lease is up and you got 30 days to vacate the premise. Mm. And C's have a meltdown like motherfucking Jocelyn Hernandez. Let me say, how you get evicted after talking all that big business shit and you don't even know when the lease is up on your motherfucking shop? Mm. I just paid rent three days ago. Well, if you paid rent three days ago, you knew three days ago the lease was coming up and it hadn't been renewed. If you was handing in your business like the big boss hog you say you are. Mm -hmm. If you wasn't so busy trying to get a a pissing contest with Ryan. Yeah, you a side tooth missing bitch. In 30 days, I was supposed to be opening up Chicago. You can't even find no fucking property in Chicago in 30 days. Mm. You ain't gonna even get the motherfucking health department in there in 30 days. 
Like, come on. Just like, big and stupid. Just stupid. Only to get evicted. And in the previews from next week, it looked like that landlord is not budging on the shit either. Right. Sent his Good. lawyer. They see sent his lawyers in and everything. And the and the property owner was like, mm, no. Yeah. He like black ink, blue ink, red ink. I don't give a fuck. Y'all got to get the fuck out. Also, C's is a terrible fucking tattoo artist. I, you know. <laughs> and it's time for us to be honest. He is not. He's not no. even the best tattoo artist in his shop. Yeah, that's your umbrella. So you, so you right. think you think you finna go to New York? I mean, you think you finna go to Chicago, Chicago. and go toe to toe with Ryan? Who, and if his, you go down Ryan's feed, it's all a lot of his work that he's done. You go down C's feed, and it's just pictures of himself and memes. <laughs> he, ooh, I almost had a real good shave. I mean, <laughs> ooh, I'm, mm, I'm going to come back to that after we finish recording. But, <laughs> but I just... You're not even the best tattoo artist in your own shop, and you think you finna go to whole ass Chicago that say what you want about how Ryan get down. They I have been scrolling for minutes. I have not seen none of his tattoos. Cause he a typical Twitter nigga. Like, say what you want about Ryan and how you get down, but you cannot deny his tattoo game, and you cannot deny that people in Chicago adore them some Ryan damn Henry. And see, you can't compete with that. You ain't even adored in your own damn city. What the fuck make you think that you finna... To be honest, when you was opening up the Brooklyn shop, Brooklyn niggas didn't want you there. No! The North remembers. You had a whole goddamn meltdown and was goddamn cussing down the ass out because she was letting you know, like, hey, them niggas don't fuck with us for real, for real. And we might be in trouble. Hey, you threatening to fire Donna over that shit. And I look at you. About to get damn evicted because you're not handling your damn business. Because you're in your feelings. You purely emotional. Like Ryan was reading you for fifth. Hey, and Ryan, I, Ryan had a post on Instagram and it said, Ah, youngster, when the hate don't work, they start telling lies. Welcome to Chicago. Now I'm mad. <laughs> I love to see it. This was four days ago, about when the show aired and shit. I love to see it. I'm here for it. Listen, I'm here for C's being embarrassed because he deserves. Because all this could have been damn avoided if you had just been like, well, I mean, kitty, shit. Kitty moving on. Okay, cool. Like, if you act like you didn't care about her when you had her, you don't deserve to act like you care about her when she move on. I'm looking at some color that's uh, at some tattoos up and down Ryan timeline, which I could find a lot of them really easily. Mm. And woo. That man is a great tattoo artist, and he is a freehand tattoo artist. I don't know anybody who has ink. Anytime an artist could just freehand tattoo you, like draw you up some shit on their own and not follow a stencil and shit like that, listen, Lord's work. Yeah. So, also, C's is such a disgusting individual that even him seeing Ryan be nice to Kitty, spend time with Kitty, respect Kitty, he thinking that they in a full-blown relationship. If we are to be honest, we have yet to see one scene of Kitty and Ryan 
engaging in any sexual or romantic behavior. We see them hanging out at a bar. We see them, we see him tattooing her. We see her show up at the convention, but we have yet to actually see any actual footage of them kissing, you know what I'm saying? Them being engaged in some real romantic type behavior. Yeah. I mean, they now, have is chemistry. the energy flirtatious? Absolutely. Absolutely. It absolutely and, is. And I would but still love to see it. Well, still. But if we are to be honest, I'm sure, Jeremy, you have female friends that there's flirtatious energy, but y'all have never done anything. Yes. It's just like we two grown folks, we flirt here and there. That's what it is. But ultimately, yes. we friends. If it's never crossed that line, yeah. I've, I've now, if if I if if it's if the opportunity presented itself to us and the timing was right, might we explore? Sure. But are we good being friends too? Absolutely. That's yeah. the energy I get from Ryan and Kitty. Could yeah, they it's also around? like if we do, yes. that's our business because we grown as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so there's and C's no, can't take it. There's no black ink Chicago. <laughs> and there ain't gonna there's be no, no goddamn there's black almost, in There's Chicago. almost no black ink one thirteenth. I'm guessing they got it figured out since one thirteenth is still listed on the website. Yeah. Um so I'm assuming they I'm get pretty it sure they're gonna figure it out. It's just funny to see C sweat. Because he deserved because he's such a bitch ass nigga. My thing is you tried to hurt Ryan and hurt your goddamn self. When you do the clownery. Speaking of clowns, Rock has a good heart, but Bay is just super trash. Yeah. And I wonder why she like if this gotta be something that her and Big Fish came up with, because I still don't believe that's her father. <laughs> Because yeah. the last we checked, her father was in Korea looking for her and her mama, right? Yeah. And she said her, like, her mama like, was like, girl, what the fuck when she told her about this shit? Like, it sounds like bullshit. I don't think that's her real father. She needed a storyline. I think this is fabricated. After the, the husband left or whatever, she don't yeah. have no storyline because he don't want nothing to do with the show. Yeah, he don't want nothing to do with the show. She... You know, her and this goddamn beef with Kitty and shit don't nobody truly goddamn care. So, like, she needs something to do because otherwise, what 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 does Kitty have on this show that going for her? Shit. Nothing. The only thing she has going is when she do a tattoo, which she is a good artist, but she only do a, a tattoo, like, what, once every 10 episodes? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what purpose does she have on this damn show? Because we know... Hell, we, we know Donna and Kit and Tati are useless. Speaking of which, let's go on and wa- wrap it up. We you good? Segway Jones. Speaking Segway, of which, Segway I have Dante. to I have to take something back, friend. I have to take something back because I was so certain that Alice was gonna be a typical. I don't care that you cheating on me with a woman ass nigga. <laughs> that nigga was like, I'm the only one. You in a relationship with me? What the fuck is you doing? Listen, so I have to Donna take that back. Is so trash. And really did not believe she was cheating on Alex, and he called her stanking ass. That motherfucker right on had out. to break it down. He was like, "That's y'all been hanging out, quote unquote, for how long? And been doing what? Now y'all are in a relationship. I don't like that." Yeah, and he said it. He was like, "I'm not. I signed up to be in a monogamous relationship. I'm not about to share my my woman with man or woman." Yeah. If so we monogamous, to- we mon- listen. Let me tell you something. 
what's good for the goose gonna always have to be good for the gander. So if mm. you can go around sucking and fucking licking and sticking pussy, so can Alex. Yeah. If y'all either y'all got a monogamous relationship or y'all got an open relationship, yep. figure it the fuck out. But what you did, Donna, is considered cheating. You cheated yep. on Alex with Tati. Yeah. And you weren't having that shit. And, and not only thought. that, you cheated on Alex with somebody that y'all both work with. So now it's going to be awkward in the workplace because y'all, y'all cannot keep fucking... y'all fucking cl- legs closed to y'all co-workers. I don't understand what is the it. the problem? Why What's wrong so with y'all? Were you raised by wolves? Were you raised by Uncle Jim and Cousin Muzz and Sister Ann or something like that? God what? damn. Y'all, y'all act like y'all must have been raised by the exotics. Okay, something. Tiger Jesus. Kingdom ass motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> Donna Exotic and Tati Exotic. Okay, goddamn Black Ink King or whatever the fuck, because goddamn. Y'all love Y'all fucking, don't rest. Y'all love shitting where I you ain't eat. Never, I, don't I ain't never it. went to work and was like, damn, I would love to fuck somebody I work with. Then you know turn what? around and keep fucking people I work with. You know what? You Until know- I run out of fucking people that I work with. Right, listen, have I had attractive co-workers? Yes. Have I ever thought about dealing with them romantically? No. You know why? Because I'm shitting where I eat. And the head up top trumps the head at the, at the bottom. Like, God damn. What Gosh, is wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Y'all is Jesus. fucking nasty. You cheated on him. And I right. well, he cheated with you too, talking about... Uh, I feel so bad for how I did, Alex. Bitch, the fact that you are as old as you are and the wheels did not turn in that big, stupid fucking head of yours to say, hey, if I'm engaging in romantic and sexual behavior with somebody not Alex, that's cheating. I don't care if he knows them or not. Because I guarantee if you found out that Alex was fucking was young fucking bae. young bay you would lose your shit you would lose that too finally googly too fast ho <laughs> winking tooth how your teeth wink a wink a winking always, tooth your tooth always winking on the motherfucking side bitch damn, next damn. to the one that's missing her tooth always cheating on her damn, you just got a pattern with this donna you, you get, leave us the fuck alone Listen, leave Alex alone. God damn. Alex Alex want to do the right thing by you, and you keep showing him why you don't deserve nice things. You keep showing him why you don't deserve that engagement you keep begging for. You're literally cheating on him and and thinking it's some cool shit. Right. Like, I get it how y'all got together was on some cheating shit, but if the nigga not cheating on you, What I'm going to say is, I, uh... I ain't going to say, if Alex has some girl cousins, they should run down on you. That's what I'm going to say. You deserve to get bopped by another woman for playing in Alex's face. Because you truly are playing in his face at this point. Yeah. And I ain't going to lie, I hate to see it. Because Alex has his bozo moments, but I don't think he's a bad guy. His whole back turned into some paper mache. Call that nigga little Oregon. over you running your damn mouth is cheating on him with somebody that y'all work with you are one stupid bitch who you don't beat the fuck up yeah who you didn't got into it with so i mean 
thought of, I just thought about it. Imagine she, imagine she don't show somebody with somebody you don't beat the hell up before. You stupid ass. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Does your tooth control your brain? Cause goddamn, something is up. You are delayed, Donna. You are very delayed. Like, friend, imagine, like, imagine, imagine she was somebody you don't lay hands on <laughs> and not in a sexual way. Like, what? Like, no dead ass. Imagine. Imagine. Y'all, y'all are stupid. Y'all are stupid. Alex deserves better. I thought I'd never say that about a nigga who teeth is honestly about as bad as Donald's, but he deserved better. Yep. But I, that's it for this, this episode. I you think that's get it. the fuck out of here. They yeah. canceled the goddamn battle. Let me say this. Oh, nah, no. fuck it. It just, stop trying to make the shit so Hollywood. Leave it organic. Y'all gonna fuck up some great trying to make it industry. Yeah. This, this yeah. whole battle shit came out of some let's entertain ourselves, let's entertain the people. Stop trying to make this a big production. Like, once the corporations and stuff got in, like, fucking Wendy's and y'all running yeah, motherfucking like y'all for trying shit. to y'all trying to make it to Hollywood, and y'all, and to me, it seemed like a money grab. Yeah. And that's a turn off. Yeah, and it's, this, it was, and it's, it was, it's it a was shame or, to the culture. It was organic. Like, last night with Lil Jon and, and um, T-Pain, that was organic. With John, with Jonte and uh, Neo. Neo, organic. You know what I'm saying? Even with Timbaland and, and, and Swiss, organic. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to make this shit Hollywood and, and, and industry. Make it a production and Leave shit. Leave it where it's at. Also, shout Leave out on to Missy. I would just like to hear a set of Missy's favorite hits that she ever wrote or produced. No battle yes. needed. Like, just open up Club Misdemeanor and let's fucking do it. Come on, Club Misdemeanor. I like that. Let's fucking do it. Let's Club go. Let's, let's get go. it. I tag Missy. Hopefully, I get enough retweets and she she respond. But Listen, because you know Missy. her, you know you know you and her besties right now. For real, know me. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> we out of here. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Stay home. Stay safe. Wash yes. your hands properly. Um, stop. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your eyes. Don't dig in your nose and all that. Use some tissue. Get yourself together. Because we know Stay some of you niggas got boogers. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Don't overbuy shit. Leave some for everybody. Yes, um, please. L- listen, keep it together. We will see y'all back here next week with our typical full lineup as some of our favorite shows get ready to close out. Yes, because we because it wasn't no look on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which honestly uh-uh, didn't need to be. So see y'all <laughs> back next week. Peace.